So we are day 1,340 into the COVID quarantine. Four score and seven years ago, we used to have toilet paper in the grocery stores. Oh, no, it's back. They got lots of toilet paper they now. They really do. Oh, yeah. But hand sanitizer. That they do not. You can make that yourself, though. Yeah. Hey, so guess what I did last week? What you did last week? I had a Q-tip shoved in my brain. Ooh, that sounded fun. Did they have to search for the brain? No. Oh, that's right. You're a valiclitorian. Never mind. Yeah, I had lots of brain in there. They poked it real easy. Just hit right through the back. That's yeah. it. So um, um, you're going to hear a couple of new voices. Well, one new voice. We have uh, Peyton is back with us. Returning guest star. Yep. yep. Hello. And then we have my other daughter, Courtney. Hello. And, um, and uh, me. And we have Jill, the valiclitorian. I don't have the COVID. She does not have the COVID. She got tested for it, and she does not have it. Yay. So, yay for that. We are no longer quarantined into the house because of that, so we can actually move about freely. And um, I guess we're going to do our little warning, and then we'll start the show. Yay. This podcast may not be suitable for children. If you are easily offended or bothered by strong language or dark humor, this may not be the podcast for you. This podcast accepts no responsibility for butthurt feelings or erections lasting longer than four hours. Thank you. And welcome to the What the Was That Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne. And I'm Jill. And today, like I said, we have Peyton and Courtney with us. If you keep looking at them, you're going to need to turn your microphone a little bit. Why didn't you hit the applause button? Oh. We don't have an applause button. <laughs> I don't have the applause button. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I guess I could swap it over. And <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I think I, I can joking. do it. I don't womp, know. Womp, womp. The crickets would be better. Yeah. Um, the crickets would be better. Is that, is that what you want? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's do this. Yay. There they are, guys. We still got the crickets going, too. It's okay. <laughs> I don't get applause. Yeah, well, sorry. We're we're the regulars. Oh, yeah. Um, so what are we going to talk about today, guys? Vacation. Vacation. It was a little three-day trip, I believe. Think so? Yeah. yeah. Three or two day. No, definitely three. Definitely or four. Three. Three. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about the whole thing. Just one part of it. Yeah, just one part because we drove up. We did a little bit of sightseeing. Some disc golf. Some disc golf. We did some, some Louisville Slugger. Yeah, we were in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And um, it's kind of a time sensitive topic. It is. Because tonight we're talking about Waverly Hills Sanatorium. It, and you know what? Waverly Hills had a... a Where uh, they stuck people that coughed. That's right. And everybody who's coughing now has got the COVID. So why don't we just stick them outside? We should reopen Waverly. Well, you know, we found out that you can't get enough UV light down your throat to kill the bacteria. Yeah, I mean, the president was actually talking about exposing the lungs to UV light to cure it. And I was like, oh... He needs to take that tour. Yeah. 
So that didn't work. <laughs> so what we're going to do, I guess, is we're just going to start with um, some history. A little you bit want of me history. To give a little on, background on the the Waverly. Yeah, a little little background on the Waverly, and then we're going to kind of walk through the tour that we took with the absolute best tour guide ever, who we think we remember his name. Yes. Anyways. So, um, in the 1800s and early 1900s, America was being faced with tuberculosis. So, not the COVID. Not the COVID. um, But another cough that they couldn't cure. Um, It was, for some reason, I think they said something about the geography and the humidity and the climate of Louisville was particularly bad. Well, I think it's built on a swamp. Yeah, it the the infection rate was really high in that area. So they built the sanatorium, known later known as Waverly Hills, um, as a like a treatment hospital. So, it, I say treatment hospital. Most people that went there didn't come back out. Right. They they had a hate to say it, but like a high turnover rate. Yeah. Um, there wasn't any medicine available at the time. Um, so the patients were given rest and fresh air and nutritious food. And that's actually the design of this building. As for most of the tuberculosis wards. Right. You, you look at it and it's an old building that's falling into disrepair. Right. And there's, there's no windows. But... There weren't windows. Like, that. that's how it was built. It was built as an open-air hospital. And the way it was, it was built in kind of like a like a V-shape. Right. So, let me pause real quick. Ladies, if there's anything that y'all need to interject, yeah, sorry. feel free to just um, jump in. And we're usually pretty good about just stopping and then going back to where we were. So, all right. Drive on. Sorry. So, the, the hospital was built in, I think it was like a V shape and on top of this big hill and it was built so it would catch the wind as it came in one side and filter it through because really the only thing they knew to do to help these people was to try to get them as much air as possible right and that even includes leaving them out in the snow for hours on end because the electric blanket was invented, it was invented at Waverly for this. Yeah, because fresh air was the only treatment they knew of. That the, I guess they didn't do respirators and stuff then. I don't think they had it. They just gave them fresh air, so they'd wheel them outside. It didn't. It, and there's pictures of people covered in a layer of snow outside on their hospital bed. So, um, some of the treatments and stuff that they used, that, I mean, they were just trying to figure out anything that they could to make it better for these patients and to try to cure any of them. And, of course, tuberculosis, the, the symptoms were cough and, and having trouble breathing, and eventually, you know, they would not be able to breathe anymore. So, some of the treatments... Um, some of the treatments that they had were um, exposing their lungs directly to UV light. And that's by cutting their back open. And sticking them underneath like tanning bulbs. Right. And heat lamps. Um, 
they would insert balloons into the patient's lungs, basically trying to blow their lungs up. Right. Not like explode them, but like but that's what happened. Re- yeah, that <laughs> trying to reinflate them, thinking that yeah that we just need to expand their lungs and they'll be able to breathe again and it'll be fine. Um, that didn't go well. There were also um, times that they would do surgery and remove ribs and muscles from these people to try to give more room in their chest for their lungs to expand. Right. I guess they were thinking this was was a a constriction problem and not... Right. They didn't have enough room to get their lungs to expand, so let's make some room and take out some ribs. Yeah. So um, there there were a few people who did survive that, and they ended up, like, kind of humped over because, I mean, your ribs kind of support you in being able to hold your upper body in an upright position. There is a great hour-long YouTube video that actually has a survivor of Waverly and it's well worth the watch I'll put the link in the show description um, well worth your time to watch it um, very good information in it too so should I talk about how people got out of the hospital or wait until we get to that part of the tour to mention well, that I'll go ahead and just most people died to get out right but I was talking about the actual body shoot yeah We'll cover it. Okay. So, um, they really don't know. They didn't keep very good records then, so there's not really any way to know how many people died there. Um, And then it actually was later, and I'm not seeing in my just quick perusing of this page that I pulled up of what year, but it was later turned into a nursing home. Right. And that was actually in the late... Eight, late 70s, early 80s? Uh, that's what I was thinking was in the 70s. Um, yeah. Because obviously, I mean, tuberculosis, it kind of, they, they came up with a cure for it. They came up with a medicine. You could take an antibiotic at home. You didn't have to go to the hospital. Right. It was no longer a death sentence to get tuberculosis. Right. So they didn't need it anymore. So it turned into a nursing home. and the Not a pe- very good one. Yeah. The, the people there were treated really horribly. Um it actually ended up getting shut down, I think, just a few years in because they were, I mean, they were abusing patients. They were neglecting them. They were beating them. They were starving them. They were just right, really treating these old people really horribly. Yeah, not, not good. I mean, there was, I think in that video you were talking about, there was a woman who was a patient in the TB sanatorium and then also a patient in the nursing home. Right. And she would have taken the treatment in the TV ward over the nursing home. Mm-hmm. Like, they were awful to her, so. Right. But oh. she had a ghost kind of had her back, so. Yep. All right. So, let's, I guess we can start our tour. Yeah. Okay. And, well, I mean, I guess we'll, we can start off saying that these kiddos, that, that was what they wanted for their birthday last year. Right. They wanted to go tour this creepy place, so. Which, hey, <laughs> good choice, guys. There's one in Virginia we need to go to as well. There's probably lots of them around. This one. Which one is it? Yeah, what's it called? Our, our, I have to look it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, so, we took this trip over the weekend. 
I think it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday trip. Yeah, I think so. And uh, so we're scheduled to do our tour at 8.30? I was thinking 9. Nine. I think we, 8.30 is when we could get there. We had and to be there, yeah. In, yeah. So we had to pull up to a gate, which was locked and guarded. Yeah, if you're wanting to go to Waverly, people, you can't just show up. No. You've got to book a tour. you got to be on a list. Yeah, they go on sale January 1st of every year, and they're usually sold out by the middle of January. So get on there if you're wanting right. to go. So we... we get up there we get checked in with the gatekeeper and then at like 8 30 we're there early because we, we don't know exactly how this works yeah, I so think we got there like eight o'clock so we're chatting with this lady she's like if you can get on is it dan dale dale, dale. it was dale you can get on dale's tour that's the one you want because he is he is very good so she goes, you'll know who Dale is. All right. Well, she said there was only there was a guy and a girl doing it. Too, right. I think. So. I think she may have been one of the owners. I don't know. I know she's a, she is one of the tour guides. But so we we get through the gate. We go up and this place is massive. I mean, we're talking five stories tall. And it's it's so big that you you have to turn your head to see the whole thing. It's that U shaped structure. Yeah, it looms it, because it, of its it blocks you in. Yeah, and and there's there's gargoyles on it, so it looks like this mythical. Yeah, it, building. It, it was wild. I was not expecting this large of a building. And there, there's no electricity. They yep. have some generators at the. Would they call it the bunkhouse or whatever? Yeah, the bunkhouse. So you're looking at this big building that's only lit up by the moon and. I think it's the wash house. Yeah. It's where they did their laundry. Yeah. But it's it's only lit up by like moon and people's brake lights. So it's in this like red glow of yeah. everybody's brake lights. It's really creepy. So we get in and we sit down because we have to go through this little briefing thing. Safety speech. Yeah. And we have to buy T-shirts, and we had I to. wear mine all the time <laughs> to the gym. Um, so we're sitting there, and this guy—I'd say he was what five ten, all maybe six foot tall, very tall—strolls up in some combat boots and a kilt. And I'm and like, he was not a thin fella. No, no, he was, he was. But he was, I mean, he was... Burly. You would not cross him. I would not want to fight him in a dark no. alley. And Even if he was wearing a dress. Right. <laughs> I mean, and I've been trained by the Army to hold my own. And I don't want to mess with this guy. And guess who this guy is? It's He's Dale. Dale. <laughs> so everybody's like, okay, we have Dale over here. And I forgot the other one over on to the left. I want to say Nikki. So just pick who you want to go with, and me and my crew jump up and go straight over to Dale. Oh yeah, we all we had a plan. Whoever could get there first, just yeah, knock knock women and children out of your way. And actually, there weren't children there, but you can't. You had to be at least thirteen, I think. To go I on was the, the only kid. Yeah. 
Did we lie to get her in? No, no she had just no, turned I 13. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we did I lie to 12. get her in. We did. Because we went on the second, and we went in July no, or something. That had to be at least 10 to go on the tour. You can't do the overnight without being... Okay. Eight, I thought that yeah. was 18. It no. is 18. 18. Yeah. It's 18 for the overnight, but you had to be at least 10 to go on the tour with a guardian. Right. Okay. So, we jump up in Dale's line, and off we go. So, we go to the... Third floor. Third floor first. And is this the floor where the kids got trapped? No. That's... Okay. No, this is the one where we go in the big open room first, and they're kind of letting us all adjust to, because they don't let you use flashlights. Right, no flashlights. Uh, and the and guide doesn't really have a flashlight either. And it's dark. Yeah, there. because you're you're not going to see anything and experience anything if you're waving flashlights around and seeing shadows and stuff. You've got to just let your eyes adjust to the ambient light. So we go in that first big room, and they start telling us about people were taking selfies in front of these big, I say windows, we mean big open spaces. Yeah, there weren't in windows. The wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when they looked at the picture, there was a shape in between them, and then they they actually had a a copy of it on the phone on the, one of their phones, and they showed the picture around. So then yeah, everybody's. It, Taking dark selfies and <laughs> and it there was a you could make out a full figure in between these two. Looked like somebody just photobombing, except for they were just a black figure. Yeah. Um, and then they walk us down one of the hallways of the rooms, and and these rooms were set up where they were open to the outside too. Right. And and I think that's where Peyton, you when we were walking down to those rooms that's where you saw something wasn't it it was in the main room when we first walked in oh i know what it was like a figure and it was like it just walked and then it disappeared right and you you thought it it looked to be um and uh, was it is this the nurse one Mm -hmm. yeah so then we walk down down that little hall and they tell us the story about the sisters that were patients there, and I guess they had... Were, were they in the same room or next-door rooms or something? I think something? they were in next-door rooms. Um, and they say that people that go and do EVP recordings um, often pick up... I want to say their names were Elizabeth and Mary, but I may just be making that up. Yeah, I don't know. I can't um, deny The chances are like 50-50. Yeah, Those are very everybody was names. named Elizabeth and Mary back then, so... Yeah. So, um... We we were at the outside of these rooms, and I think they said that one of the sisters actually passed away, and one of the sisters actually recovered. Right. And so they think that they get the recordings from the one that passed away, looking for the sister that lived and survived and made it out of the hospital. That's right. So, um... So we're not a whole lot there on that floor, but it's more of like an acclimation floor right. to get used to the to the darkness because it's so dark. And and I got and we've talked about too about going back. They do I think it's once a month or twice a month they do daylight history tours. I would like to go through in the daylight and just see this old building too because there's I mean of course it's been ransacked and 
totally... It's been vandalized. Yeah. It's say graffiti. Graffi- there's yeah. graffiti everywhere. And there's bats. Oh, my God, oh. are there bats? Holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> are there bats? I was more afraid it's of so the bats than I was of the fucking ghosts. So. <laughs> and it was a trip when the bat buzzed through. We're like, holy hell, what was that? Because I know the bat can get me. And and, <laughs> the bats and, had names. And Dale yeah. was like, that's the bats. I'm yeah. like, you didn't say shit about bats during the briefing. <laughs> I did not sign up for bats. <laughs> And y'all, look at the mess we are in now because of a bat, okay? I have every right to be afraid of a damn bat. But that bat was from over there. China. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. We uh, we don't have listeners in China. You got to do that in the mic, Courtney. We we got that one guy in France, though, or woman. Dude, I want to say... We don't know who you are. But thank you for listening to every episode that we have. And if you will go on our Facebook page and give me your address, I will send you a sticker. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's me. I'm the one that's listening. Because we in think France. that's so cool. Someone in France has listened to every episode. That's really cool. And you know what? If anybody else hears this and would like a sticker, send me a message on the Facebook through Messenger or just post it. And we'll get in touch, and um, I'll send you a sticker, too. I only got, like, 50, 47 of them left, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I will send them out, you know, just just got to let me know. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've derailed a little bit with Chinese bats <laughs> and got excited about our French listener, we, we see you. We know you're out there. And we appreciate you. <laughs> um, okay, so from there we go to the stairs. And the stairs were creepy on their own. Um, they had hung up orange, I'd say Christmas lights, just so you know what I'm talking about. But I think they sell the orange ones around Halloween. Yeah. Because orange doesn't mess with your night vision. Right. I think they said. So they have the stairs lit with that so that nobody falls and dies because that would have been me. I fell walking on the grass today. So, <laughs> we go to the fifth floor, which is the top of the building. Right. And I think they give everybody this spiel. He tells us how, after he tells us a little bit about the fifth floor, that he's going to break the rules and let us use flashlights and flashes on our camera for five minutes only. Right. I think everybody gets to do that. But Matt, we're on a roof. We yeah. are. We are Someone can fall off. Yeah. But it had a pretty good... It was a good barrier Exterior that we wall. Could, yeah. Yeah. That hasn't stopped people before. Yeah, well, and and that's all I was going to say. There are a couple of stories from the fifth floor um, that we were told about. And one of those was about a, a nurse working on the roof patio that jumped off the roof and fell to her death. Right. Um, but the main story that people know about the fifth floor, because the fifth floor... It had an odd combination of, of patients. It was the children's floor, and they had a little playground on the one end. And then the other side, you did not want to get sent to. The other side was the side people got sent to who had tuberculosis in their brain. Right. They were the... Um, it, you can imagine any disease it's that like starts th- eating your brain. Okay, it. I'm going to use the un-PC term. It made them crazy. Right. I started saying it's kind of like the... The insane asylum of that right on there because their brains being eaten away by tuberculosis. 
So the the most well known story from the fifth floor is about room five oh two. Five oh two. Um, and that is because there was supposedly a nurse who died in that room. So the first problem with that story though is it's a bathroom. <laughs> it was supposedly a patient room. Um, but it actually was like where they had showers. Um, the second problem with that is actually it supposedly took hap- it took place just outside of room 502 right. in the hallway. So it, I think what the story goes is that there was a light fixture just outside in the hallway. I thought it was a pipe. I think it was a like a light fixture from a pipe or something. Okay. Anyways, um, so there's there's lots of stories about this nurse and you know how people like to embellish things but I think the most accepted story for why she hung herself was she was 29 years old she was not married and she was pregnant and she was supposedly pregnant by one of the doctors at Waverly Hills now something we kind of left out with the history is It's kind of like with this COVID stuff. They wanted to limit exposure. So if you went in Waverly Hills, you didn't go anywhere else. You you lived on site. You lived on site. So people that worked there had to live there away from their families. It was its own running community. It even had a farm. Yeah, they they grew their own food. Self-sufficient. Yes. So I can see... If this doctor was married and his wife was not employed at Waverly Hills, <laughs> how this could happen. Um, but there's some question on was she still pregnant when she hung herself? Because I think they found the baby later. In the drainage. In the drainage system. Right. Um, so I don't know. There's There's guesses on... Was she, did she have the baby and did she discard the baby and then hung, hung herself? Did the doctor perform an abortion Perform an abortion and then killed her? And then hung her up to make it look like she did To make it look like herself? an accident. Right. Yeah, um, you don't, that's not an accident. Hanging not, yeah, not picture. an accident, yeah. Um, but to make it look like a suicide. Right. Um, and I think to... It was unpleasant because she was working on this floor with all these mentally ill people from tuberculosis. And I think they did things to her body as it hung there because it was an hour or two before she was discovered. And right. they were basically, she was their pinata hanging from the ceiling, I guess, for a little while. Um, but it, it seems like I'm remembering when they were telling this story... And we're talking about if she was murdered or if it was a suicide. Didn't you hear something? I did. Um, I don't know if I heard it or if I just got that super, super, super strong feeling. And a a word just popped into my head of um, he did it. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I remember the gist of it being that you were, you either heard a woman right. say, or you were getting that that something was communicating to you that the doctor killed her. Right, and I and I want to say it was, um, and I may have, I mean, just very, ever so slightly heard it, but I, I have the voices in my head say stuff like that all the time, so it may have been one of those or not, and it, I distinctly remember the thought of he did it. And it was like overpowering. And and I was trying to take pictures of the room number at that same time. And remember me showing you, like every time I would take the picture, right after I took the picture, something would move across in front of the camera. Like it, it right. didn't happen when I was taking the picture. And the pictures that I got from there don't have anything in it. Right. But I would take the picture and a shadow would move. And then I'd take the picture and a shadow would move. Now, I do know this. When they turned us loose and we were walking out on the roof looking, and then we walked back into the room, and that woman snuck up behind us and scared the ever-living shit out of us. That was bad. (laughs) That was really funny. She felt bad. Yeah, because it was pitch black. Pitch black, and and I walked back in, and I'm like, oh, my God, what? And then she, like, turns and looks at me, and I scream, and she's like, I'm sorry. I was like, oh, you're a for real person. She says, yes, I'm a for real person. (laughs) So I think, girls, y'all kind of took off on your own during that little flashlight part. Yeah, y'all kind of went away from us. Did y'all have any interesting, I think that was the the part that Peyton was brave during because she got to have light. Yeah, Yeah. I was more brave in that than anything else. But not brave enough to ask the tour guide if he meant the BuzzFeed Unsolved people. Okay, listen. Because <laughs> I had to do that. And let me My tell you, bad. Did he meet the BuzzFeed Unsolved people? He did. Um, and that's, the the girls watched a lot of stuff about the um, Waverly Hills. That's how I, not yeah. came up with the idea, but it we were watching inspired. that episode for... The millionth time. It's my right. favorite episode. And I decided to look up and see what kind of tours they did. And now, that's when I text you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And se- to see if that was something we could potentially do as a vacation. Right. Um, now, is this the floor where um, the little boy will roll the ball? I think that's just throughout the hospital. I think I think Timmy kind of wanders. Right. And I know a lot of the balls that are left there end up being found in the basement. Yeah. Right. So um, the, the tale is that there's a little boy that haunts there, and you can take a ball and roll it down the hall, and he'll roll it back. And the tour guide said, you know, when you come do an investigation, you're not you're not trying to disprove that it's not a haunting. You're just trying to take out all the variables to prove it is a haunting. Like sometimes a ball, you're in an open breezeway. Yeah, it that was crafted so that wind would carry through the building year round, all the time. So if you put a ball out there and the breeze catches it just right, guess what? It's going to move. But he he told us, because he said that he's seen people do investigations, that he felt 
were legit too. That the yes. ball that he has seen the ball move and yes. legit thinks that it was something else moving and he's, because they tested with candles or a lighter right. to check for wind. And he said he has seen legit cases of it moving, and he says he's also seen the wind blow it. Yeah, or somebody like tap it and roll it and right. Counted so, as something, and so. I think on BuzzFeed, they actually threw it down a hall, and you heard it bounce, and it stopped, and then it bounced again. Yeah. So. But you don't know how much of that, though, is made for TV. Like, right. there's a guy at the other end of the hall picking it up and bouncing it. And Honestly, the BuzzFeed guys, I, I, I'd lean more to believing them than old douchebag Baggins. Well, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> They haven't really gotten a lot of convincing evidence, yet they continue to go to places and sit in dark rooms and try to find things. Right. Oh, didn't they go to, uh, sorry to say, the place in New Orleans? We're talking about Waverly right now. I know. Now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tangent. Yes. Squirrel. Yes, they did. Yeah. But um, they they did do the ball experiment, and it, it actually didn't it turn and did like a right angle turn and went down a hall and like, then bounced yes. yeah it yeah. was it didn't go straight down the hall it turned left yeah the moral of this story is to go watch buzzfeed unsolved yes, yes. go go watch that you know episode. what <laughs> if you will send me the link to it i'll go ahead and put that in the show notes too yep yep um so timmy i Let think wanders the building um and I, I don't know how they know that it's this one particular kid lots of kids died there so there could be lots of kids that are playing with these balls. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Apparently Courtney doesn't like kids playing with balls. <laughs> I looked up for her, So I was like, that's just a... Uh, well, that's what it is. What am I supposed to call it? They're playing with balls. A bouncy ball? I don't know. Just some... <laughs> something else? Something else. <laughs> Think about it. There, I don't know. there could be multiple children playing with these spheres made of rubber. Yes. <laughs> that's <better. laughs> just, you could just say rubber balls. That would be better. There. We fixed it. We're... we're Trucking along. Okay. All right. So we're not playing with balls no more. No. That's nope. okay. No Last week, uh, Peyton, what was it? What's boner. Yeah. yeah. Balls and boners. Leave it to my kids. Yeah. Uh, I didn't <laughs> hey, say it. I didn't mean to. I'm just talking about actual balls. Y'all get your brains out of the gutter. I'm just talking about balls. Just so y'all know, I probably will leave this in. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're on the fourth or on the fifth floor. We're on the fifth floor. Um, and now we're going to go down to the... Well, the fifth floor had those two rooms you really wanted to get oh, into. Yeah. So every room in this place is open except for two and they are padlocked. And Dale said, You're not going in there, sorry. I feel like the floor is probably falling out. Well, and it may be. But he said, if you're tall enough, you can stick your phone over and snap pictures and you're probably going to get something. So I don't know if it's just a room that's super, that there's a, something that dwells there. But you would think it could get out through a padlock. But it, it might, but it might not want to. That may be its safe spot. Yeah, stay the hell out of my right. spot and I'll leave you alone. Or they could have had somebody come in 
and turn that room into a divot box. And yeah. it has to stay there. So, oh. um, oh yeah, we never thought of that, did we? Well, we did not. It may have been banished to that that spot, but it's two rooms. They're side by side, and they're locked, and they can't go in. And it may be for safety reasons. Or that's the control rooms where they control all the stuff that makes us think <laughs> that it's haunted. I like but, that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, but you're taking pictures. If you're tall enough, which if you only got to be about six foot. It's you got to be way taller than any of us. Yes. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> yeah. guys, let me tell you, I'm still, we're a band of merry midgets over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tallest one of us is five, five on a good day. I'm five, six for wearing some boots. <laughs> <laughs> I think you wore tennis shoes here, though. I did. <laughs> but, um, so. So he was, he was a little I was curious very, about Yeah, I was rooms. very curious about that room because why are you going to let me go everywhere else but not this room? So, yeah. but I didn't get no pictures in there. Next time, I'm going to take um, a selfie stick. That Hold I can it up. Look in there. Because if those two rooms, the floor is bad, then surely the floor is going to start going bad. True. Through the rest of the place. So I just knocked that one out. I'm going with Divot Box. All right. So we're going to go down to the fourth floor now, right? Yes. We okay. went to the fourth floor. And um, I think Peyton got a little concerned when we are standing in the hallway. Yes, we're yes. standing in the hallway waiting for the group to come. And mind you, we are at the front of the line, mainly because we're short and I'm deaf and I, I want to stay close to Dale so I can hear what he's saying. Yes. But this is while we're still in the stairwell. Yes, we are still the in graffiti. the stairwell. And we, we're stopped at the door and we're waiting on the rest of the group to catch up. And me and Peyton are sitting there watching the bat buzz by. And I'm trying not to pee on myself because there's a bat. And I, I look at Pay, and I, I point over to the right, over to the right side of the door, again on the wall. And what is there, Miss Peyton? It says Pay. P E Y. Did it say Pay or did it say it's, Peyton? It, it says Pay. I couldn't remember. And I was like, "Oh, check that out!" And she's like, "Oh, heck!" The building had already claimed her. <laughs> that was the point. I was ready to leave. So I was ready to go. Not going back. So I think that was the, that's where the that's kids the had, door. had been to. Right. So Dale was telling a story about one night they had finished up the tours and the guides and everybody had went through and did their final sweep and they were all hanging out down at the, the shack where everybody, you know, is getting ready to cut out. And all of a sudden they hear just immortal screaming coming from the building. So they're like, yeah, I know somebody, we've overlooked somebody or somebody's got back in. Because people try to break in this place all right. the time. And They've got cameras and all kinds of better security now, so you can't do it as easily. So Dale and them take off running, and they go to the fourth floor. They find They get to the door. Now the door swings out into the stairwell. So and, and he shows us the door yes. swinging. So you have to pull the door from the stairwell. So if you're inside that floor, you push the door open. And it's it's a big metal door, yeah. but it's it's like an aluminum door. It's not heavy. It, it, but it's big, and I think it's actually probably a steel door. Yeah. But he pushed it with one finger. Like yeah. he, he showed us it pushes very easily. So... 
he's telling us about these guys, and then he takes and he opens the door, and he says, when these kids came up here, they brought a axe with them. Because they were up to no good. They yeah. were going to vandalize some stuff. And they, these kids kept saying they wouldn't let us out, and they were beating the door with this axe. And you can see the gouges all the way down the door. They were trying to hack their way out. And the door would not open. But when Dale showed up, he just opened it up. And it it should have pushed from their side that they were on. The first swing should have opened that door. It should have flung open and came back and whacked them in the face. But they could not open the door and they were beating it with the axe and they said they wouldn't let us out and they said who is they and these kids said these dark shadow people would not let us out and i just got chills again (laughs) (laughs) so the the fourth floor is is famous for the shadow people the shadow people and i think they said that I think Dale said he usually runs about a 75% success rate with getting people to see. Right. You kind of got to know how to watch for shadow people. And one of the other podcasts I listened to, um, I will, I I think it was Graveyard Tales. I thought it was Hillbilly. Hillbilly's been there and done live shows. it, It is Hillbilly. I'm sorry. But hey, Graveyard Tales is great too. Hillbilly Horror Stories, um, Jerry and Tracy were telling how to watch for shadow people. And you pretty much just concentrate in front of you, but watch your peripheral vision, and you'll start to see things move. And and see, the way that I had heard and the way that I was doing it, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, y'all remember those magic eye posters that had the prints on it, and then you're supposed to be able to see a 3D image in the middle right. of it? but you got to let your eyes go You have to unfocus. Unfocus. Yeah, and and you can't be trying to look directly at it. So, <laughs> what? We're all looking looking at our skeptic, I guess. No, I'm um. just watching. I got I got one guest playing on her phone, and the other one's sitting over here watching me. Like, this is what this is about. <laughs> no. So, anyway, so Sorry. that's yeah. that's how you see shadow people. You can't try to look directly at them because then they're gonna. They're, dart you can't see out, them. Yeah, they're gonna dart out of your vision. Right. Mm. So, to help us see the shadow people, um, Dale asks for a volunteer to go down the hall for us to focus on looking at. Yeah, so we watch the person walk down the hall, and you watch them, but you're constantly scanning your peripheral. To see the shadows. And who volunteered to go down the hall? Was it Peyton? God, no. (laughs) It was Courtney. <laughs> it was Courtney. Okay, Courtney. So I'm Court- w- Courtney, I think, would have knocked people over for the opportunity to be I able wanted to, to look in those. Her hand up I like, wanted to Ooh. look in those rooms. That's so, why I volunteered. I wanted a first peek. So, tell us about the experience of walking down the hall and what the interaction with Dale of what you. I don't know if you remember it all or not. But I mean, I, I remember you, it because you not remember that. It was a highlight of my experience. Okay, so just because start I us. Because I got to scare Peyton. Gosh, I cried to death. She did cry. Okay. I did cry. All right, so Great. we're going to let these two take over the show for now. So, uh, 
basically he instructed me to walk very slowly down the hallway in a T-pose. Arms yeah, straight arms. out. Yeah, I mean, you T. Yeah. Um, and to just slowly walk down the hallway and then pause at the end. And he asked you how you felt. And, you yeah, and he end. asked me how I felt walking down there and you know, I didn't feel anything extraordinary. Um, Which she relayed to Dale, and I think he was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, it's yeah, kind of cool he, down here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, breezy. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> I don't know if I was picked for my excitement, but then he realized my excitement was, oh, I get to walk down the hall first and look in all the doors. That's what I, w- I wanted to look in. I wanted to snoop around. If, I could, if he would have let me walk in to the rooms, I would have walked in. And I, I'm... I'm going to be fair, though. I don't think you were picked. When he asked for a volunteer, you raised your hand as you started walking down the hallway, I think. No, no, no. no, You did walk up to the front and went, Oh, yeah, because I wanted to do it. We were at the front, and Courtney's like, me, and walked towards him. (laughs) Okay, so maybe I I am your choice. (laughs) Maybe I was a little aggressive. (laughs) Maybe he didn't have a choice. But maybe he chose me because he was like, oh, look at this puny girl that's so excited. I'm going to scare the heck out of her. Send her down the hallway. And I was like, ooh, it's nice and breezy down here. What's in this room? She says, he goes, so so what do you feel down here? And she goes, it's a little cool. (laughs) When you can tell what she's thinking. West breeze, (laughs) 64 degrees. (laughs) But a little backstory on Courtney is she is a criminal justice major major with a, well, her degree is in forensic forensic science. Forensic investigation. Yeah. That's what my bachelor's in. Right. With a minor in chemistry and English. She only believes in science. Yeah, she is. She I is. I feel like it's important to express. She is. She is a a skeptic, but it's not like there's no way this can happen. She is a what? What is the not a healthy skeptic, but a um. Well, she, I think she appreciates the idea of it. I like the idea and, of and wants to think it can happen, but she does not on board with yeah, believing she needs, it. She needs a little yet. bit of proof. Well, and which I thought I would get walking down the hallway. No, but you said after everything. No, it's just the wind. It was just the wind. No, and it, it wasn't. is just a trick no, of your eyes. It was eyes. not. <laughs> so, but the thing about it is, as she walked down, she experienced the wind <laughs> and a little cool. The wind. Us on the back side of it, we could sit. I, you know, she walked down to a point. And, and then could, she, when she turned around, well, I, I started seeing things pop out of the out of the doors and running along the base of the wall. And see, I didn't really notice any of that until she got to the end of the hall and stopped and turned around. That right. may have been because Peyton was crying on me and squeezing my hand off. <laughs> this yeah. is true. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's scary. I thought it was going to eat my sister. Oh my but God. when she turned around, I saw something step out from a room behind her like it was just waiting for her to get down there and like stepped out behind her like showtime well <laughs> right he should have showed up to my face well, he well stood behind he to. well the thing about it was is there there was she walked forward 
and you could see multiple shadows following her. And her arms looked like they were dragging the ground. Yeah. Well, isn't that the hallway where there's like a blob that will follow behind you? That was the next guy. That was the next guy. Like a tall man type thing. I saw that. It was a tall guy behind her. Behind her, but you could still see her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but when she got back, right? She got she gets back and tells us of her her unimpressive breeze. encounter. <laughs> hey, got to walk down that hallway first, baby. That's, That's all right. I wanted. Hey, but she saw there was nothing in those rooms. Was there any trickery, any mechanics in any of those rooms that you noticed? Well, no, because it was dark. Because well, they yeah. were on the fifth floor in the locked rooms. Yeah, yeah, they're in that one room. <laughs> so. They ask for another volunteer. Right, and then this this tall guy walks up there, does the same thing, walks down the hall slow, and, I mean, this time I don't see the, the, the shadow people jumping out or popping out through the doors and trying to follow him. They're like, oh, well, they're already here. And he gets down there, and about the time he starts walking back towards us, I see something come out of the room to the left, well, my left, his right, on the ceiling, crawl along the ceiling and come down the wall and onto the floor and kind of scuttle there beside it. And and that one's known as the creeper. And that one's known as the creeper. And we'll tell you a little more about yeah. the creeper in a second or I, towards the end. I'm, I'm glad I didn't see the creeper. I did not want to see the creeper. So, that one's mean. So as he um, is walking back towards us, this massive dark I mean this thing was huge it it, bl- it blacked out the entire hallway behind him and then it's like it walked past him and you couldn't see him I couldn't yeah. see the guy no more right because it just it blacked everything out right and in in my head it was you know Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas yeah <laughs> yes. you know how he gets real big in that yes. one scene that's in my head, but I think that one's called Big Black. Yeah, I think that's, we're not talking about the the Rob, Rob and Big Black. No, we're just talking about that's what this shadow figure is called. Right. Um, so then next they sent, they asked for two smaller framed people. Yeah. In... It was a uh, two girls. Yeah, and I want to say like teenagers, but they were probably... Early 20s. Early 20s, yeah. Um, they walked down the hall. And I think that's when he whispered in your ear, Peyton. Yeah. And you didn't want to go near him because you thought he was going to feed you to the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to take me away and I'll be like, whoosh. <laughs> he's like, no, I just need to tell you something. Now, mind you, she's still crying a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> terrified. So I am terrified. I have never seen her eyes look so terrified. She was terrified even on the fifth floor because that's where we took the pictures. Yeah. Like, every single picture of her is like, <laughs> like her <laughs> eyes are just bugging out, but she's trying to smile. And and we will post pictures yes, on the Facebook. Yes. Please do um, not. So, what did he whisper in your ear? Do you remember? To be honest, I don't know. Okay. So, he was sending these two girls down the hall, and he was telling you a number of how many figures we would see walk back. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what he told you? I think he was like, Two or three? Yeah. yeah. He was telling you how many were... So he sent two down the hall, and then he had them stop and turn around and walk back. 
And as they got about halfway down the hall, I saw five. I yeah. saw one in the middle and two on each side of yeah, them. That's what I saw. I just saw one in the middle. I saw nothing. <laughs> Shut up, Courtney. <laughs> Peyton, not, Peyton. Courtney felt a breeze. That's that's, that's what she, it. Yeah, she that's felt all. the breeze through the hallway. Um, but <laughs> healthy skeptic. Yeah, and, and of course, there's the argument that you could put for them putting the idea in our mind that we're going to see something. Right. Um, but I think that's what they were kind of trying to disprove by like whispering to Peyton, well, this is how many people you're going to see. Well, because, and I think what he told you is that you're either going to see three or five come back. Like that it's going to be more than just the two he sent down. Right. And he, he told us that, you know, the shadow people are not ghost. They don't know what they are. Right, because they have set up a laser grid down this hall, and like a security grid. Right, and it's it's a checkered pattern, and if that laser gets broke, it sets an alarm. Well, for for something to break a laser, which to break that beam, and I work with a laser every day, to break that beam, something has to be. Solid. It has to have mass. It has to have mass. It, you can't break it with a light. Right. Because while my laser is running sometimes, I use a flashlight to look and see what it's doing, and I don't mess the laser up with a flashlight. Right. But if I stick my hand in there... So you lose it, your finger. <laughs> it's going to stop. But um, so, something set that grid off. So these shadow people have some kind of mass. Yes, there is mass to these. So... You know, take it with a grain of salt, believe it or not. Well, and I think now would be a good time while we're still talking about the creeper and just talked about it to mention that the the lady that had worked the gate when we were leaving and he mentioned seeing the creeper. um, She had said that the night before she was doing a tour and as she was going up the stairs, he reached out and got her on the leg. and, And scratched her. Right. And actually left, like, a, a scratch. Now, and, you know, even Dale said that he don't believe, he don't know if it was the, the creeper, but he has been there by himself at night, and something pushed him hard enough up the stairs. No, he thinks it was somebody from the nursing home days, because he felt like somebody whacked him with a cane. Hey. Yeah. And he went up the stairs and it gashed his shin. I mean... because yeah, the, the stairs were... Marble? Yes. Lots of marble in this place. It's yeah. actually quite a gorgeous spot. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he hit a shin on a corner of a marble stair and right. split it open. But he was hit with enough force that he was thrown up the stairs, not down. Right. And he's a big dude. He, we he, should remind you of that. Yes, he's, he's, he's a horse in a kilt. Yes, in a kilt. Which, the next time I go, I'm wearing a kilt. <laughs> So, so, still on the fourth floor. Still on the fourth floor. Um, we when we get done, Peyton was thrilled that we all then had to walk down that hallway that we yes. just saw all the shadow people. Every, I was not at all. <laughs> Everybody had to go down. Yes. Um, but Dale, I think, got one of your hands, and yeah. I had the other, and we dragged pulled, me. Through. We pulled you down the hallway. And, and let me tell you what. Dale, Dale is is spot on with kids because he's like, he has like listen seven six, six or seven yeah. 
I got a goes, bunch of kids. He goes, I'm not going to let nothing get to you. And if something does get to you, the only person that might beat me to you is your dad. Yeah. Well, he said parents because he thought yeah. I was mom. But Whatever details, that's <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> get but her, ghost. Get her. <laughs> yeah, Courtney would feed bait into the Drag ghost. Drag her down. Just so she could have proof. Um, <laughs> so, so I'll, oh, the wind. The Peyton, wind's holding me. Peyton's getting beaten up by the wind. <laughs> Look, the wind just scratched her. How do you explain that? that? Was the wind? The wind was blowing a stick and it scratched her. Duh. No. So we get all the way down to the very end of this hall, and we kind of make a little mm-hmm. left-hand turn into what was known as the OR, the operating yeah, the room. operating room. And if you remember when I was given the history, these surgeries were not pleasant surgeries. And they were experimental because there was no, this is new. They, they were trying to figure things out. And it was all done, I don't think, with any malicious intent, but it was all very barbaric. Right, and and they they really were trying to help these people. Yes, this it was in the name of science for sure. Yeah, it wasn't like they were trying to experiment on and torture and and hurt people. They weren't trying to make. They weren't trying to kill them. They were trying to cure them. Right. But it was sticking balloons in their lungs, and it was removing ribs, and it was cutting them open and exposing their lungs to right. UV light. So we're in here, and he's telling us about these asshats that came up there to do a tour that was pretty much um, they were drunk and they apparently watched a lot of um, douchebag baggins mm. and uh, that's how they were they ask you not to taunt the ghost and they, they want you to be respectful of the building yes. and of whatever may be inhabiting it so <laughs> so he's telling us about these people that were were not following those rules. They were not being respectful of the building. Right. Um, and they do that as a safety thing, but also because, I mean, these people that are doing the tours, they take this seriously. Right. They, and they are not skeptic, skeptics. They believe that there are spirits trapped there. And, and you're right. And this is pretty much, you know, where people have passed. And that's kind of what you do. I mean, you wouldn't go in a graveyard and begin, like, cussing out and calling out all the spirits in the graveyard. Right. So, um, what, did they get trapped in that room? Or No, they were just, he was getting, he was getting ready to give him his final warning. And right. so he said he sent the rest of the group on and he had this one guy pulled back to tell him, like, look, if you don't knock it off, I'm kicking y'all off the tour. Right. And so it was just him and this one guy in the room. Everybody else had already walked out. I thought he told he was telling the three of them that was yeah, in that group. Yeah, maybe all three of them. Yeah, um, but the the rest of the group was gone right. into the hallway because he didn't he didn't want to call them out in front of everybody. Right. He was trying to be nice about it. And so they're standing in this room, and we're we're at the back of this room because I was hiding from the bat. Right. <laughs> the bat the bat was flying around in here. But on the other end of the room, there was another door that went into, I guess, probably like the scrub room. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's where he was standing and talking to these guys that were being jerks. Yeah. 
Do you want me to? Yeah, go on because I don't remember exactly what happened. So I, mean, I know what happened with us. Yeah. So he's he's standing there and just about to tell these guys, okay, knock it off or you're gone. And this door slams shut. Right. And so this guy's like, you did that on purpose. You know, you pushed a button and you're trying to scare me and still kind of being a jerk off. So he like pushes the door back open and looks and feels like a, a cold draft or whatever. And he's like, okay, so what's going on? Where's the mechanics? You know, trying to bang on the door and make it swing shut again, trying to right. prove that it's set up. So our God is telling us this story. And as he's doing it, he's He's beating on the door frame. Yeah, he's and, hitting the and door doing frame. the same stuff. And saying, you know, he's over here doing this and this. Well, as he does it, the you door know, swings shut in his face. Like, he is literally <laughs> turning to walk into the room. And the door literally almost hits him on the nose. And he just kind of backs up. And he's like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he looks at, there's, there's two tour guides on each tour. There's one that's bringing up the back. And he's like, um... Y'all can ask him that this has never happened before other than this one time that I'm telling y'all about. Right. Um, and so he, he pushes the door back open and it just swings right back. And he's like, oh, y'all come here and feel this. And, and oh, we are here in August. Yeah. It's, it's like 80 degrees in here at midnight. Yeah. And like I said, no electricity. Like we're all sweating our balls off. Right. Um. So... We rush towards this door, and there is a very distinctly cool breeze. And it, I mean, it is cold. Yeah, like and like you're standing under an air conditioner vent. It went from eighty to about sixty, and it it was there for a minute, and then it kind of moved past you. Well, right, and he's like, "Well, that that that's you know, this doesn't happen all the time." So he he's like, "Well, we're going to drive on." And he, we walk around the corner, and as he gets around the corner, he goes, "Huh, you feel it over here too? Like it's following us." Yep. And it came. It was. We had to walk through it again. Yeah. It. We found where it went to in the hallway. Right. But he, um, I actually had found in a Facebook group a story. Right. And somebody he, was telling. He was telling about this too. Well, no, I think I think these were the people he was talking about right they took they, the picture they took a picture as they were walking out in that room and you can see what looks like a very not friendly happy person right there is <laughs> definitely something in that it, picture that is madder than hell and it it looks like a doctor in in my opinion like a doctor's coat or whatever but right. it it definitely does not give you a a friendly feel feel good bob and you know um we took some pictures, and Peyton said she saw a nurse down on the first floor, or the, wherever we the second third. Third. She saw a nurse down there. One of the pictures that we took, if you look, you can see the outline of a nurse in uniform with the hat. Yeah, that's on the first floor that we're talking about next. And um, <laughs> is it? Yeah. I didn't know where it you was took in the, the morgue. <laughs> so, you know, so there there is definitely a nurse that's roaming around. Um, and apparently a doctor. I wonder if it's the doctor and nurse that had the baby. Oh, it could be. So after that, we or took... it was the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. The as, wind as was not that cold me. that night, though. <laughs> I didn't get to feel it. Um, I did. I felt it. 
And yeah, because I drug you up there and you didn't want to go. Yeah, there's too many people up there. <laughs> right. Thank so, you, Jill. Well, you were holding on to me and I wanted to go. So, so you're we, coming with me. So we go down and we leave and we're going back down to the first floor. We go all the way to the first floor then. Which the first floor, that's not where we came in, is it? I think I think we came in on the other side or something. Because I thought the first floor went down past where we actually came in. Nonetheless, we're on yeah. the first floor. And and they actually do a haunted house. Right. Um at Waverly in October. Which I thought was a little like I would think that would piss the spirits off. But right. when we asked about it, apparently when Waverly was open, they did a lot of holiday activities right. and big well, they, things. So there's kind of continuing the tradition. Right, and they also do a Christmas lighting. Right. So I, I think it was canceled this last year for some reason, though. So. But, um, we're anyways. On the first floor. On the first floor. Because um, we're they, an hour and nine minutes in. We're going to have to cut stuff out, though. But the first floor has some renovated office spaces. Because Kentucky is not happy that this is just a old deteriorating building that they're touring. They say it needs to be utilized. So they're renovating it and have some finished office spaces in there, which Courtney wants to rent out one of. (laughs) I was actually going to say that, you know, they said that you supporting them by going on a tour, coming there, is what they need. They need... Right. They need to be selling out of every tour, you know, every night that they offer it to, so that... To justify can, keeping it. So they can show the city, like, this is... This isn't something you can just bulldoze over. Right. That you're you're destroying history by doing this. We so have to keep this building they, as they, is. Yeah. Well, I think it's a protected building now. I think it is on the... It's his, covered by the Historical, historical Society, but they want it to be refurbished and the, they want revenue coming from yeah. it yeah so you know give them some revenue on a trip. right <laughs> take a trip after the quarantine and it's over. it's not that far of a drive or at least not, well, not for, for us not from alabama <laughs> yeah and it's Kentucky's probably a great. way shorter drive for people that live in kentucky <laughs> absolutely unless right. it's on the other end <laughs> so we're on the first floor again right. and that's that's <laughs> sorry <laughs> That's that's where the morgue is, right? And that's when, where the first morgue is. I was I was about to say that's that's where they started off having a morgue because right. their morgue they started with, I think they said had like three slots. I thought it was three or six. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot, and they had that many people dying an hour. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. Um. So that didn't quite work out for them. But um, the morgue is where I took that picture. Okay. And the the things on the side were the drawers where the bodies go in. And right. then the in-between is where you can see the form that all of us but Courtney <laughs> think looks like a woman in an old-fashioned nurse's uniform. Mm-hmm. You should see her see it again. So, now... Once again, this is built on a hill, and when the when the structure was being built, supplies were being brought up the hill through a tunnel that was down at the bottom 
uh, close to what some train tracks where train tracks used to be. And they, they utilize it to limit exposure, too, to continue to get supplies in that they couldn't right. get on premises. So the trains would come up, unload there, and this little trolley would haul it into the sanatorium. Right. And that's how they were getting their supplies. And at the height of their TB infections, they were losing, was it one an hour or ten an hour? I was thinking it was like three. Maybe. They were losing a lot of people. Multiple people a day. A day. I mean, we're talking, if it was three. And that's where we created Bob. Right. Because we're like, hey, we're just chilling out in the snow in our electric blanket. And then we look over and, hey, where'd Bob go? <laughs> right, because <laughs> Bob has went down the chute. Bob is gone. So what happened was once they, the patient started to die, they would send him down to the morgue. And if the morgue holds three and you got four, one guy got set out in the hall. Well, and they started realizing it doesn't do very good for morale. Because remember, all these people are... Outside. Outside. <laughs> they are watching people come and go all so day. So it doesn't do good for their morale that they're in the hospital being treated for the same thing. And to see the hearse pull up and they were, they multiple were saying times a day. Lines of hearse pulling up. Yeah. So. so they decided to change the purpose of the supply chute. Right. Which is now known as the body chute. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty much, once they realized that you can't use the morgue, they were sending them down one more floor, wouldn't it? I don't remember if it was one below it or not. Uh, no, I don't think there was one underneath it. I think they just started. That was the big steel door. You're right. Yeah. And it, it kind of wove its way down. But so they would start sending the bodies down and they were literally loading train cars with bodies to be carried off so people wouldn't see it and once it got to wherever they would disperse the bodies to the funeral folks and you got to just hope that bob got better and went home yeah (laughs) Um, yeah Uh, where'd bob go oh he must be better now but this tunnel they said was what 500 and some odd feet long Something like that. And we couldn't go all the way to the bottom of it. And I think I think part of it is that the bottom is caved in. Is it? I think the very end of it is like sealed off and had like a cave in or something. So I don't think I don't think it's fully functional anymore. I, I thought it was just too long that people. I could thought it was it. too because yeah. we could go in and out if we stayed overnight. Because no, he you said, can see the outside of the tunnel. You can't go in that side. Oh, that I thought we could. Yeah. In order to. Be a tour guide. You have to go all the way to the bottom and all the way back up. That's how they train. Yeah, they to train each walk year. around. Yeah, they do. They walk up and they run the, the body chute. And yeah. we got to go down a good what hundred, two hundred foot. I think he told us what that we were about a third of the way down. Yeah, so it may be closer to six hundred to a thousand foot long. And. And, and it it's was, on a grade. It is. It's steep. It, it. I was feeling it when we got to the top. Yeah, it, it's steep. I mean, it ain't nothing to joke around with. I'd hate to run it. <laughs> the yeah. stairs are weird too because they're long. little bitty stairs and they're long. Like right. wide. So yeah. yeah. 
So you can't take an even normal, and they're not even stairs. No, they're not flat. They're not. So they they just kind of just went in there, and it was like a kid with Play-Doh when they made the stairs, I guess. But and, you know, usually <laughs> whenever something is behind two large steel doors, it can't be good. No. <laughs> so, but I I didn't really have anything. That I noticed in this in the shoot, other no. than I think I, f- I felt really sad and heavy, well, like it felt different. And but. when he when he cut off the light, because he had his little flashlight, and when it, he, he we went complete dark in there, and it was dark. I mean, it was it was almost like well, being underground in a cave. Yeah, no <laughs> windows, no nothing. Being underground in a body shoot, right. <laughs> But it was very dark, and, I mean, it was a little uneasy. But um, I didn't really get nothing. I don't think we saw anything in the pictures except for super dark. Um, And then we made our way back to the top. I think one of my pictures, because they let us step out one at a time and take a picture down to the bottom. And I think in one of my pictures, there's something at the bottom, like something white yeah that there's something white at the bottom but it doesn't really look like anything in particular just something it the wind yeah it was the wind (laughs) it was a picture of the wind yeah so um but i will say and, and this did bring to mind too um they did make a horror movie loosely kind of closely based on waverly hills called Death Tunnel. Yes. Yes, they did. Um, I'm not sure if it's on the Netflix or not, but I've actually seen it. I saw it years ago and didn't realize until we were there and they're talking about all these different things and I'm remembering scenes from it and I'm like, I think I've seen this movie before. <laughs> it was on that, that hour special. It was, yeah, but they, I don't they, think we watched that special till we got home. No, we watched we watched it before. Yeah, we, we no, we watched the the YouTube after. Yeah. Uh-oh. We watched the BuzzFeed before we went, but I think we watched the YouTube thing. I think we found it after we had yeah. went. But it does talk about it because some of the actors right. talked about some of the things that happened to them. And, I mean, so that's, it's it's like a straight-to-video horror movie, but, right. you know, it's, and of course it's all fictionalized events, but it shows some of the stuff that we didn't talk about too, like the people will smell bread baking in the cafeteria and because they made their own bread of course in the horror movie there's somebody killing people but (laughs) that's that's not going on there i don't think right now um but it it focuses on that tunnel as the reason for the haunting which could be i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of dead people that were brought through that that tunnel so yeah so and if it and it's one of the the most haunted places in America, supposedly. Well, I mean, but, it's probably one of the places where the most people died, other than like battlefields and stuff. Right. I mean, people there was not a good success rate for survival of tuberculosis no. until they found that medication for it. And then we made our way back up and out, and as we were leaving, we stopped the little gate at the gatekeeper and told her that we really appreciated her pointing us to Dale and. I hope that's his name. I really do. I, 
I feel I like it is. I, Dale. I also yeah. feel like it's Dale, but Dale, if it's not Dale, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not yeah. Dale, it's Dan. Yeah, it's something. not Dan. It was something. He sells cars. That's his other job. Jeeps. Yeah. He loves his Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. And he wears a kilt. Yep. With that's, combat boots. That's the yep. most distinctive way yes. to find him. I Super great guy. If you go, definitely try to get on his tour because you won't be disappointed. And if you are disappointed, you know what? Just send me a message in the Facebook. Tell me how disappointed you were. At least I'm getting some interaction. Well, and I, I will say, I mean, Courtney, our, our skeptic, who thought everything was the wind, I think she still really enjoyed the tour. Oh, yeah. So even if you don't come out of there a believer, you can still, en- yeah, you can still enjoy Absolutely. the tour. Absolutely. The I history, would. I mean, we took a nighttime tour, and I still learned a lot about the history which makes me want to take the, the historical daytime, yes. daytime yeah. tour because I bet it's even more. And it's only on Sundays, isn't it? I think so. I think it's every yeah. other Sunday. Too. It's something. So it's something we could actually do for a day trip. Yeah. Once I think, people are allowed to yeah. go places and groups again. <laughs> so, you know, we may um, we may try to do a little historical trip up there and maybe get maybe we we have some interview fans. Dale. Yeah. Yeah, we, maybe we could. <laughs> so. If his name's Dale. <laughs> He's going to be like, I'm not talking to y'all. My name's not fucking Dale. <laughs> if his name is not Dale, I will put a um, a disclaimer. A <laughs> show note. Yeah. And I will re-record and add to this that his I name think, is not Dale. I think somewhere in our Facebook post about it, we put his name. I hope it's Dale. <laughs> no. Oh, well, if not. It, For it this is whole episode, it has been. He's Dale. <laughs> So, but you tend to rename people, so I I'm, do. Not, I'm not putting a lot of confidence. In yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so other than that, we we played a little bit of disc golf. We went to the Louisville Slugger Museum, which was pretty cool. We visited that cemetery. Oh, we did oh, go to that yeah. massive cemetery. We may have to do a separate episode on that. Yeah, this that thing was, was cool. huge. Yeah. Uh, who... Um, Muhammad Ali was buried there. Yes. yes. Cave, Cave the Hill Colonel. Cemetery. Colonel Sanders. That Colonel. was the whole reason we went was Colonel Sanders. Yeah. yeah. To see the Colonel. We Pay thought, our respects. We thought it was going to be a five-minute, let's go see Colonel Sanders' grave, and we spent three hours there. Right. Um, we did make a competition, though. Wait, who? we went and found the um, happy birthday writer. The lady that wrote yep. happy birthday. Yeah. Um, Colonel Sanders, uh, Muhammad Ali... And there was a they few had others. The, the huge Confederate section. And uh, yes, the, huge. The, the fallen soldier section was. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Um, it was almost like Arlington, but not quite. Not that big. quite. Yeah. And we found how Courtney would want to be buried because a tree had overtaken a gravestone, and we yeah, figured that's that how cool. she would want yeah. to. She still don't want that. And that's where we found the rocks, the rocks. with the urns in them where people... Yes. There was a pet cemetery, was, too. And yeah. also the... Uh, no, it's not going to be called this. Sprinkling pond. Oh, yeah, oh, down there yeah. at the pond. <laughs> yeah. What is that called? It's, it's got to be called something. Like a, it was it was something... It, it wasn't that different from that. Like yeah. the, scattering, the scattering, scattering pond. Yeah, yeah, something like that where and you could take you, ashes and scatter You walk down them. this really nice trail mm-hmm. and there's a pond down there and i think you can scatter in the garden and stuff that's down and there and you can put your little plaque up there it was pretty it was nice yeah, i mean yeah. honestly the graveyard itself 
is worth going back to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could yeah. spend hours and hours and hours in there. Yeah, I think if we if we went back, we would plan a longer day to walk around the cemetery because we literally went just planning to be there for five minutes. And right. Ended up. It was like five spots we was going to hit and then cut out yeah. and. Three and a half hours later, four hours, we're like, oh gosh, we gotta go now. Yeah, we're gonna be late for our tour. We gotta eat right. dinner. <laughs> and what was the, where'd we eat dinner at? But it's the Bazolis? No. The, oh, troll the Troll Under place. the Bridge. I'm thinking about lunch. Troll Under the Bridge, yeah. Took a picture with the troll. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did eat at Fazoli's for lunch. We did. Yeah. It was great. The cats Fizzolis. are fighting. Um, see, what else? We only got, what, like nine holes of disc golf in because we ran short on time. Because we stayed at the cemetery yeah. so long. Um, <laughs> went to some plant places. Oh, yeah. Plant we nurseries. went plant shopping because... Yeah, I still my, have those plants. My, my plants are still alive. My aloe is not very happy Yeah, right I now. saw that. So what are y'all going to do to fix the aloe? I, he needs summer to happen and to be outside. So Something. does he need a bigger pot, you think? No, he just needs sunshine that we haven't had enough of. Do I need to order a lamp for him? I would do it. I think he'll be all right. He, he's, a, he's a survivor. If he doesn't survive, they said that. Hi. I was just trying to help y'all he out. he doesn't survive, I'm not getting another aloe because I've killed another one already. So. <laughs> My other two are doing good, though. So, Peyton, you got anything else for us? Nope. Did you have a good time doing this? Yeah. Your second show, you enjoy it? Yeah. You going to tell all your friends this time? Yeah. I tagged you in, in the Instagram. How about you, Courtney? Yeah. They can't see you nod, just so you know. I know. That's why I said, yeah. It was yeah. the wind. Um, not Is it as bad as you thought it was going to be? I think it was going to be bad. No, you, was... you were not looking forward to it, though. No. It's, it's not your comfort zone. It's not. It's not mine, either. But also, I don't have as much to say, because... Skeptic. Yeah, just... Well... Honestly, my experience, and that was yeah, it. That's all. What she told her side, and yeah. you told your side. We're going to get her in on some of the true crime stuff, and we won't be able to stop her. Yeah, that she is going to be a <laughs> yeah. beast on some true crime stuff. Which seems to be what people like. We, we need to have you pick your favorite serial killer and come on and talk for an episode. Yeah. Richard Ramirez. All right, Richard Ramirez. We're going to do it. Yeah. Next week. Whoa. She has, she's well, going it's been a few years week. since I read that book. Great book about him. Yeah. Next talker. Okay, well, remember that we're going to plug it, so... I'm going to add him to the list. Um, Is he on the list? So, for real, are you, you want to do it? I mean, I, I can. You're going to. You've already committed. Whoa, it's on tape. Whoa. She didn't say next week, though. No, yeah, no, no, not I next week. I can't do next week. we got to give me a prolong. I am writing a thesis. I cannot. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were done with all that. No. No way. I have to do a lot more. Okay. I just got started. All right, so that's pretty much got this show wrapped up. Uh, Jill, you want to tell us where they can find us at? Yeah, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at WTF Was That Pod. Remember, you in France, we want to hear from you. Um, there's a button on there where you can send us an email, or you can email us at WTFWTPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, our intro and outro music is graciously lent to us by House of Curses, a local band here in Alabama that kicks ass and takes names, and y'all should listen to them. Right. So, um, 
Like I said, we had Miss Peyton here with us, and we got Courtney, and there's Miss Jill. Remembering things this time. Right, and I'm Dwayne, and I guess on that note, we're going to... Hit the button. Hit the button. This podcast... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs>